Heavenly neighbor, I welcome you once again. Thank you for being my neighbor. You look good. Last time I saw you, you're not like this. But I see you're getting confidence. Your looks are better. There's a smile these days. Oh, something is happening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Are you, are, you, are you happy to be here? I'm happy to see you. I don't take for granted you are happy to see me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, we bless God. Amen. Greetings from Sasolbeck. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So we may be seated. We may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, worshipers. Oh, hallelujah. Do you love this Jesus? So? Serious, serious. Or we can teach him any time for something else. Are you, are you totally sold out? Yeah. Hmm. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, I want to teach the word of God. Um, and um, many a times I am, I am surprised how some Christians would not see the actions of the devil in their lives. Listen, it doesn't mean that everything that is wrong must be put at the, at the doorsteps of the devil. I'm not saying that. Sometimes we have to take responsibility. Tell your neighbor, sometimes we have to take responsibility for our actions. Isn't it? Somebody said, I said, I said, get thee behind me, Satan, and he did, and then he pushed me forward. So how I got into the trouble. I said, get thee behind me, and he got behind me, but pushed me where? Forward. Uh, can somebody close that door, please, for example? Hallelujah. Do you love Jesus Christ? Um, in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 7. James, chapter 4, verse 7. James, chapter 4, verse 7. Uh-huh. Therefore, mm -hmm. submit to God. Yes. Resist the devil. Now, resist the Say, resist the devil. Uh, continue. Continue, really. Resist the devil, uh -huh. and he will flee from you. Verse eight. Uh -huh. Draw near to God, and he now, will. 
Okay, draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. And he will draw near to you. Let's clap hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Say resist the devil. I cannot hear. Say resist. Say resist. I want to read for you the definition of resist. Say resist the devil. What is the definition of resisting? I like it in Miriam Webster. It says, um, Oh, what happened to it now? Okay. It implies an overt recognition of a hostile. Okay? It implies what? An overt what? Recognition. Say recognition. Of a what? Of a hostile environment or hostile thing. Or threatening force. In other words, a hostile or threatening force. Say hostile or threatening force. So first of all, resisting implies first and foremost recognition. And this is something that escapes many believers. They cannot recognize The devil. They cannot see him or know it is him until they manifest. Manifesting is very late, okay? <laughs> By that time, many things have been destroyed. Are you hearing me? I'm not talking about demonic activity in our lives, no. When you're sick and you don't get healed, doctors say they cannot find anything in you. Uh, well, you, that's a demon already. We're not talking about that. To be, be able to recognize things very early. You know, when I, when, I, when, I, when I teach my students, you know, medical students, I tell them that, you know what, you must be able to recognize diseases very early. Not when a, even a man in the street can make a diagnosis. And you say you are a doctor. Are you hearing me? You must pick up early signs when there is weakness before paralysis. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Hallelujah. And not be proud that you make a diagnosis of a stroke. Anybody can make a diagnosis of a stroke. You must tell us a stroke is coming. Yeah. Is it making sense to someone here? Yeah. So, many of us don't recognize him in action in our lives until it's very late. Now, here's the thing. 
we hear that resistance. The Bible has says, has said that we must do what? Resist him. Now, what does it mean to resist? It means that it implies first recognition. First what? Recognition. That there's a threatening situation. There is what? A threatening situation. Okay? All right? And then it says, it continues to say, and a positive effort to counteract or repel it. I think you got your message now. From Webster. Are you hearing me? So first of all, you must be able to recognize. Amen? And then from there, you deal with the situation. You recognize and then you blast it. Say, you recognize, you blast it. Our problem is that we know our weapons of warfare, but we can't use them. Hello? We know our weapons of warfare are powerful, are mighty through God. Are you hearing me? But you can't use them because you can't recognize the enemy very early. The Bible says that we must not be ignorant of his devices. Why? It's because if you don't, you know, that's why when the, when the, when the enemy, even God, sent, would, would advise the children of Israel to send to go send spies to look at the land. Spies means they're going to check the enemy. Know the weaknesses, of, know the strength of the enemy, know all that. Hallelujah. If you can know the operation of your enemy, you have, have won the fight. Can I speak to somebody in the house? Amen. Say, neighbor, are you here? Amen. Are you here? Hello? Are you hearing this? So you must know, when, when I say resist, I mean recognize. Amen. Number one, recognize. Once you recognize, blast it. Amen. Then you can bring all your bazookas and your, but if you can't recognize it. Now, we used, we used this same word when you're talking about infections, okay, in the body, all right? We're talking about for us to resist infections. Okay? We need things like antibodies. Say neighbor antibodies. antibodies. Americans would say antibodies. We don't really care what they say. Antibodies. Say antibodies. Amazons talk like this because we realize that our podcasts are being listened to even America and everywhere. Our podcasts are all over the world. So we must be careful now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you love Jesus Christ? So, now for us to resist the infection, in other words, to withstand it, we need antibodies. Antibodies. Now, what are antibodies? These are little soldiers in the body that fight infection. But key to their, key to their, to their um, um, effectiveness 
is the ability to recognize viruses. Are you hearing me? In other words, the first time somebody gets COVID, you know, before you get COVID, they give you vaccines. Hallelujah. Now, vaccines often are the same virus, but attenuated, meaning that it has been rendered ineffective. It can make you sick. But it has the same effect when it goes into the body because the first thing that the body must do, it must get it first. You understand what I'm saying? Once it gets it, and then it, it puts into effect the machinery of recognition. It starts developing proteins in your body, <laughs> which are called what? Antibodies. They become soldiers. Now, those are now manufactured according to the specificity of the virus. They take a copy. They take a photo. <laughs> they take a photo of this and they make imprints. They say, should you dare come here again, we'll deal with you. Is it making sense? Oh, this side, no, I'm not coming back here. Sorry. I got a, amen. Because I want I'm going to change sides. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? So these, these antibodies now they are ready and waiting. Should that COVID come here again, we deal with it. They move around like this all the time, all years. Some of you have had an infection when you're, when you're three years or five years. Now you are 50 years. Your antibodies are still waiting and looking for the next attack. I pray that that COVID will not come here again in the name of Jesus. Are you in the house of God? Are you, are you following? Are you listening to what I'm teaching? Now, viruses... Once they realize that they are known, they do what they call mutation. Say mutations. Mutation. What is mutation? Mutation, it means that they change the way they look. So that when they come in the body, they may escape the surveillance of the immunity. That's naughty, man. That's naughty. <laughs> That's being naughty. So is the devil in your life. Am I talking to the right people today? Somebody like, is this church or what? Or is it biology class? Or what is, what is this even? It's like, are you hearing what I'm telling you? So what do they do? They camouflage. They change the way they appear so that when they, body, when they, when they, when, when they come in, those antibiotics must not work. Because they will pass it here. Oh, it's not the one. That's how they come in and destroy again, because they've changed a little bit. That devil will not escape you again. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. When it mutates, 
you also mutate. Say neighbor, when you mutate, you'll also mutate. Are you here? Are you, are you being blessed by this? So it's recognition. Now, without recognition, you're finished. Are you hearing me? That's why the Bible says that you better know him and all his activities. So that when it happens, I've seen Christians who cannot see the devil in operation. When he's so obvious to me, for onaki satan, no, they don't see him. They just see it's so and so. It's not the devil. Are you hearing me? Now, I'm going to give you a number of things here, pointers for you, so that you can recognize the devil in your life. Isn't it nice? A few pointers, but go complete it. It's not complete this list. Go and develop your surveillance. Analang Kutra. Now, what are the, these ways that the devil will undermine your ability to counteract? You understand what I'm saying? Is to, the aim is to undermine your ability to counteract. He knows that you have got the name of Jesus. You'll blast him. With, he knows you'll blast him with the name of Jesus. He knows that you have got the fire. Who will come to the fire straight? Are you here? He knows about all that. So he is going to come in ways that before you know it, even the name can't work anymore. Now somebody says, how can the name of Jesus lose power? Yeah, it can lose power. We know the sons of Sceva tried to use it and there was no power in it. Meaning, what gives the name power is relationship. <laughs> are, you, are you listening to me? So what gives the name or the weapon, the power, is relationship. Even the word of God is the sword. But what gives that sword the power is relationship. It is the truth. It is the belt. Because without the belt, you can't carry your weapon. Oh, I pray that your weapons are going to be very powerful in the name of Jesus. And the devil won't ask, who are you? Jesus, I know. Who are you? Because you see, it's you speaking, not Jesus. You can not speak in the name of the one you don't know. Now, let's go, let's go down to this. Are you ready for this? Say, I'm going to recognize the devil. 
and I will withstand him. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Say, I love you, Jesus. Say, I love you, Lord. Now, number one, emotional manipulation. Say, emotional or manipulation of emotions. Say, manipulation of emotions. Hallelujah. Now, what does this mean? We all know that praise and worship is a powerful weapon. Amen. But how easy it is to worship when you are depressed? So the enemy will bring things in your life that will cause depression first. And you won't realize it coming until you have depression. In other words, how does he do that? He makes sure that you look at things in a different light. In a way that is going to bring what? Depression. Can I talk to somebody here? He knows that this praise and worship in no man is too much. I can't stand it. What does he do? He begins to show you your life. He can begin to show you that your life is not going anywhere. Show, show, and what, what is the, in the end of it is that you feel down. I know many of us who say, you know, the song that you used to sing that, uh, forget about yourself, concentrate. You remember that song? And worship you. You remember that song? Forget about what? Say about forget about what? Is it easy? The moment you try, no, we are trying, but hey, we are about how? Yeah. To rise and praise out of that situation, it's a battle. You can see that it has already begun. But we'll say, you need. We know, we all know that when you praise God, when you worship God, it brings, we saw how the walls of Jericho came down. Amen? Amen. But as you are trying to worship, we're going to show you, do, do you know these walls? Do you know that like there's a house? Do you see that house that is built on a wall, by the way? Eh? Are you sure? You just go around shouting like this, anything will happen. Say, yeah, yeah. Ne? Now, I want to show you something. Uh, can I have a, a, a glass there? I just put some. Okay, give me a glass. Give me a glass and, and, and that water. Both, 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 both. Open it. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Lord. Uh huh. Pop, 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 pop. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. Okay, that's, that's fine. Now, many of us who have known about the issue of the glass being half empty, half full, isn't it? Now, that speaks, speaks of the attitude and the perspective on life. 
the difference between the most happiest person around and the one that is depressed is not what they are going through. It's how they look at what they are going through. There are people who are depressed who are going through less than some of you go through. Can I talk to somebody here? I know someone who say, ah, but, ah, but, ah, but pastor, uh, depression is a medical condition. Okay. Say neighbor, we are in church here, please. We'll talk about that in the hospital. Meet me in the hospital, I'll talk a different language. I'll give you tablets there. Here I give you the word. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, somebody is not happy. Somebody is depressed already by what I'm saying. Are you here? You see, this water, can you see the glass? It says, some people look at the water and they say, this glass is half full. Because they are looking at the water in the glass. Another one will look at the empty portion of this and say it is half empty. What's the difference? One is optimistic that this glass one day is going to be full. It's empty now, yes, but one day it's going to be full. Are you hearing me? That gives you hope. But there is the other one who looks at things and sees says, I, there's no way out here. There is just no way out. How can it even change? It has gone too far. It's too complicated. Those are the words they use. It's too much. It's beyond. It's dangerous. Those are the words of the empty glass look. Are you hearing me? Am I speaking to somebody? Say, neighbor, are you listening? Please listen carefully. Now, <laughs> you look at this and say, ah, this is half empty. But the one who's looking at it half full, he knows his creator. He knows that God is his father. He knows that he serves somebody who owns everything that is here on earth. Who owns cattle on a thousand years. He says, everything, the world and everything in it, in it belongs to me. And he's the one that is able to give us things to provide you know, those are the things you are saying. You are looking at the water. You said, God, you have a track record. Are you hearing me? You have what? You have always kept your word. You are not about to start doing it right now. Are you, are you listening to me? You are looking at the water. Not looking at the emptiness. Emptiness will take care of itself. You're looking. Let me tell you something. 
You, even if God does not make it full, oh, look at the believer. A believer will say, hmm, I know that Paul prayed and he said, help me, Lord, I've got a weakness. And you said, I'm not taking it away. For my strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. Now, let me tell you this. What does that mean? It means this. It means that God, even if he does not fill up this glass, he will give you a full glass experience. I want to talk to somebody in the house today. What does it mean? What does it even mean? Hey, it means that you see this water. When you, shall, when you drink from this, you don't go, no. You see where water is? You still go. Or somebody doesn't hear what I'm telling you. You still go. They say, no, you're pretending. You know why they're saying you're pretending? They're saying you can't have that kind of experience when you're going through what you're going through. You are lying. You're pretending. How can you be so happy when things are like this? No, I have a full class experience. No, but when the glass is, the glass is half empty, you must tilt it. No, I don't. I have a full class experience, even though it is half full. You see, when something is overflowing, eh? you don't even bring it to your mouth. You go to it. My God says he will give me a full class experience. Even though you do not have a husband, you will have a full class experience. Even though you do not have money, you will have a full glass experience. Oh, can I talk to somebody in the house? Hmm. I want to talk to somebody here. I want you today to walk around your house with a glass that is even here. I think it's a lot of water here. Oh, let me drink it. You see? Go around your house today and say, I'm prophetic. And say what? And say, my enemies watch me. In front of you, my glass might still look empty. But I have an overflow experience. What do you do? You walk around your house, go outside, go outside. Wow. And like you, you're feeling something going, hey, are you here? Amen. Somebody does not hear what I'm saying to you, right? The day you do that, Depression is going to fly out, out of you, through the window, out, gone, never. Hallelujah. What are they saying? They say, I don't have what? Ho, ho. Yes. 
the satisfaction that you are going to have will be more than. Ah, Maruti, you are manipulating our emotions. You know who's manipulating you? It's the devil. So us. We are re-manipulating. We are reversing the manipulation of the devil. So we are re-manipulating. We are reversing. Now we know in Sweet Sound Sutta Man Sweet Sound, I'm prophetic. What's on your hand? This is the way to drink when you know your God. Ah, I think I'm going deep now. I think I'm going deep now. This is the way you drink when you know your God. You don't drink like others. Those people don't know their God. But those who know their God, who's able to do things exceedingly above. Say, I will recognize the devil when I see him. Say, I will no longer be a customer, a usually suspect, the victim. Never. Say, never. never. Say, never. never. Next time you feel like, you feel like getting depressed, like when you miss depression, say, like when you miss depression, go for the glass. Remember what? Oh, can I talk to somebody here? Remember what? The God who can fill the glass, and even if he doesn't fill it up in my eyes, I know he's at work. Already it's overflowing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Nothing in this world will ever... The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4, it says, be anxious about nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. But in supplication, make your prayer request known. And when it continues down, it says, for whatever is lovely. Ah, yeah, karabasa. Whatever is good, focus on those things. Focus on the water. And not the emptiness. When you look at the emptiness, you'll become more empty. When you look at the fullness, you'll become fuller. Oh, are you here? Say neighbor. Where's your glass? Come on, take your spiritual glass and begin to. Hallelujah. You know, I told you it's full now. When it's full, you, you say never out like Carl. That's who's looking old Carl. Also Kid. Say never also Kid. This thing is overflowing, please. You go down to it. You don't bring it to you. Fullness, you go to it. Oh, you are prophetic. You are prophetic. Oh, come on, somebody. 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 <laughs> Am I still with you? Go outside in the garden under the moonlight. Take your glass. Enjoy. Hallelujah. 
you see the devil turning red if he's not red yet. In frustration. Amen. Because how can you have the fullness experience? Let me tell you this, good people. What is this battle all about? Let me tell you the secret. Do you know that the devil envies your position? He envies you. The relationship that you have with God, it is that X? Is that the right word? The word X him something. X? X. Oh, it's not X. Hey, Nara is education alone. It's what? It acts him. It annoys, it irritates. It, is it X, not X? No. What's that X here? You want to I. It's not I. Is that right? I think, I think so. Yeah. But this annoys him. It irritates him when he sees that your relationship with God is good. Jealous. Jealous. Because only more before. Who loses the motto? Kauhala. Now he realize when he's the, on the other side. Tell me about Tell me about Khalawalu. You understand? Now that he's realized he's on the other side, Kavakala Khala, who realized I should have stayed there. Are you hearing me? Now instead of just accepting, you know, he wants to remove you. So, he knows that your, your relationship with God is not good. He doesn't like it. So, he wants to remove you. The moment, the moment you start doubting God is over. You are removed. You are done? You are removed. That's why he wants, and then so that he can finish it off. Vele, he wants to finish you. Am I talking to somebody in the house? Yeah. Say no more depression in my life. Hallelujah. No more what? No more depression in your life. You take your Bible and you just read. If he wants you to look at things, remember glass water. Hmm. For whatever things. Okay. That will be your treatment from today in the name of Jesus. Look at the saying, but that will be your treatment from today in the name of Jesus. You can't be depressed and still operate in the most powerful weapon of praise and worship. It's almost impossible. You are denied of, once you are depressed, you are denied of it. It can't work for you. You try, of course you'll try. But hey, it's going to be very difficult. Because praise means appreciation. Means what? For you to praise something, you are appreciating, you are appreciating something. So depression doesn't appreciate anything. It's all it sees is things that are not right in your life. Say neighbor, from today, oh, my glass 
is full of, regardless of what you see. Hallelujah. Oh, who is ready for a full glass experience? When is God going to make my glass overflow in the real life? I don't know, but what I know is that you won't miss it. Oh, can I talk to somebody? I came back here, I thought maybe you have repented. Can I see somebody say, I want to have a full glass experience? I want to have a full glass experience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I see people that are going to praise and worship tonight. I see people that are going to praise and worship tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, in your house, there will be blasting. There will be explosions. There will be all these things tonight. Fireworks in your house. Oh, shakarabai. You must make the devil go back and check what happened. Oh, maybe I must come. Now you, you are used to me too much. That's it. I said you must make the devil go check the events of the day, what happened. What makes you so jubilant? Oh, they have been at that place. That's why they are, oh, they are okay. They have been at the synagogue. They were told stuff. Hallelujah. Are you in the house of God? Say never. Say never, ever again. Hallelujah. Let me see your glass. Oh, some of you, it's already full. Like now, like now. It's already full. It's already full. Hallelujah. Say, recognize the devil. And blast him. So you see what's going to happen today. You have recognized, now you're going to blast him tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, Jesus Christ. This weapon of yours was not working. Today is going to come alive. Hallelujah. Reloaded. Say never, my machine gun is reloaded. It has been misfiring. And the devil, like it now, you come to your house thinking, ah, this one, even if she tries to worship, it doesn't work. But today, he chose the wrong day to come to your house. I said, today, he chose the wrong day. Because you are rejuvenated, reignited, re, 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 whatever. Hallelujah. Are you in the house of God? There shall be fireworks in your house. Your praise will be on another level tonight. It hasn't been in a while. You have been trying as a child of God, out of legalities. Because you had to. But today it shall happen from the heart. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number two. I don't know if we will finish this today. I don't want to rush this. I realize that if we rush it, we're going to miss. I want us to really have a good surveillance of the devil in our lives. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? 
Say emotional manipulations and mental struggles. Number two, identity crisis. Identity crisis. Say identity crisis. Identity crisis. You know, some of us at some point in our lives we suffer identity crisis in the Lord, not in in S of what H, no, like. In Christ, identity how in Christ. Of course, it's also important because now it speaks of knowing who you are. Are you are you listening to me? Say identity crisis. Some of us, especially, when you look around and you see how people have moved on in life, and you are lacking behind, and you say you are a Christian. You see how your, your peers have moved in life. And you say, these people don't even serve God. Can I talk to somebody? Can I come this side more often now? You will encourage me to preach. <laughs> when you look and you see that I should be driving a car, I should be having my house, and here I'm a Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I've put my life on hold for this Jesus soul. People who have got nothing to do with God have moved on in life. Seneba, won't it? And you see, I say, yo. Why did I even do this to myself? Seneba, crisis. If I had just, if I had just gone with them, you know, some of you have said, no business on Sunday, no business. You are here, but your life is not moving. Why did I even say no business on Sunday? I should have just missed church. Say identity crisis. It happens. You know, Paul says, he said, me, when he's, when he's boasting, he says, he, this one, Paul, he says, amongst my peers, there was no one who could match me in, in the zeal and the knowledge of the things of the law until I met Christ. <laughs> he says, I was going, you know, Come and tell me, I was next to being a Pharisee, serious. I was close to being a priest. Are you hearing me? But until I met Christ. Some of you, you could see how your profession could have gone if you had not followed this Jesus. We just get depressed. We started working in church. We started serving. What did we get for it? Identity crisis. Ah, these pastors are abusing us. These churches, are you hearing me? You must know now, 
that you are now in a crisis. You don't know who you are. Paul, although, although he missed out on the things of the world and the achievements of the world, he says, but I've been given this gospel. I've been given this gospel. The gospel to the Gentiles. It was not given. He says, after I received it, I did not even consult anybody. Didn't go to anybody. He was so proud of what he got from the Lord. And that makes him who you are. Who he is. The moment you look at the progress in the world and think you are behind, you are confused. You are believing the devil. You didn't see him coming in. Oh, come flagit. Oh, something in the circulation. Are you hearing me? It's back in the house, sir. If, if it was like some mourner, that time you are drifting now. You are thinking. Oh, the devil will show you. I will show you people who don't have nothing to do with God. Nothing. You cannot even afford a holiday. Yeah. And they show all their pictures in the, in the water. But they show their pictures in the water. And they are kids. And there you are. They, you look at them on Facebook and say, Oh my goodness. What have I done to myself? <laughs> and here are the kids. You know, they, they, you know, you know, some of our kids, they say when, when others are going on holiday, we take our kids to the grandparents. Oh, may God reward you heavily for that. I said, may God reward you heavily. Oh, Jesus Christ. The devil must never make you look at that. For your reward is even greater. There's something that you have that no money can buy. That the, the devil wishes, even those people are talking about, they wish they, you, they have what you, you don't even know. Because you compare yourself with the achievements of this world. That's how you measure yourself. You have lost your position. You are in a crisis. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Compare yourself with nobody except Jesus himself. Amen. Hallelujah. Make him your standard. Make him your standard. And the rest will follow you. I said the rest will follow you. Yeah. Know who you are and what has been committed to you in the Lord. No one else in this world carries what you carry. No. No one. No one. 
some of those people you envy, one of the days they will come and bring their families to your meetings. To your meeting. Oh, can I go preach to, the, to my elderly at the back? They'll come. They'll come. They'll come to, to, they'll come to your gathering. God will bring you to a point in life where only him will solve that situation. Oh, can I talk to somebody? Hallelujah. Focus on your life. Tell them about focus on your life. Stop this confusion. Are you in the house? Say never. What is this crisis all about? Stick to one thing. Know who you are in the Lord. Know where you're going with God. And I'm telling you, if you stick around long enough, you'll get there. Tell your neighbor, if you stick around long enough, you'll get there. I will get there. I say Jesus will make you more popular than you could have been before you met him. Can I say that again? Jesus will make you more popular than you could have been without him. Oh, never think this is a waste of time. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, there was a time when the devil would put me down and say, in fact, you, you, people would call me and say, we still don't understand why you left this, this uh, academics and you went and became a pastor. We still don't understand. Don't worry. It's not for you to understand. Don't worry, too complicated. And then after they called me and I say, yeah, ne? Are you hearing what I'm telling you? After that, you put the phone down and, and you look at your life and say, yo, that call was tempting. Can I speak to somebody who wants to hear what I'm saying here? There's a friend of mine who always when he calls and always when he calls he tells me, yeah, but we still don't understand. <laughs> Hallelujah. So never let them stay that way. I don't understand myself too, so how can they understand? I'm just following. Amen. But I know the end of this thing must be good. Eh? I've not seen the end yet. But I know that the one who called me is faithful. Are you hearing me? I know I can put the trust in the one who called me. Is somebody in the house? Say the one who called me. Ah, man, Hmm? Am I speaking to somebody in the house? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Say yeah. neighbor. Funani. Did you ask your neighbor? Ufuna. 
kanti. Amen. I want to I I continue teaching you, isn't it? Is it fine? Can we continue? Is it all right? Hallelujah. Identity what? Oh, don't doubt what you're doing. The decision you have made is the right one. I say the decision to accept Jesus Christ is the right decision. Don't ever regret it. Hallelujah. David at one point almost depressed. He says, I saw how the wicked are successful. 